All right, time for the intro. Hello and welcome to the Pixel Street Podcast, episode 162. Um, this is the podcast where we, I almost said video game, but this is the podcast where we talk <laughs> about video games and video game adjacent things like, I, I don't know, what's adjacent? Connor's obsession with bronies. My Little Pony. <laughs> His obsession with bronies, not the ponies. <laughs> yeah, not he, the he's ponies. He's the evolution where he's only interested in bronies now. Yeah, he's only uh, interested in the in the bros that love the ponies. <laughs> and he's one of them, so he just kind of walks to a mirror and is just like, ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, the uh, Halo Elite controller just went back up on the Microsoft store. I'm trying to think. Somebody I know wanted it, and I can't remember who. I'm so tempted to buy it. I really am. But oh, there's it also was that Loops. new. It was Loops who wanted it. I just, there's I also just that tagged him. New controller that they just showed off. Yes, and I pre-ordered it. I it, that was a yeah. must pre-order. That's like one of the coolest controllers they've ever made. I really like it. I I I just love anything with a dark theme, and it's just like and the see-through carbon, and it's see-through. It's so it 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 brings so much together of what makes like a collectible controller. Awesome. And they said that when you connect that controller to your Xbox, you get a, a exclusive dynamic theme. Oh, really? I, I, yeah. I didn't look up on that. Do, did they say what it was? They, they just showed like a screenshot of it. It's basically just like an Xbox 20 year thing, but it's dynamic. Uh, okay. So that means like, you know, it'll move and stuff, which is cool. Yeah. Those, those um, dynamic themes are awesome. They've got like the original Xbox. That, that's thing. what I use is the OG yeah. Xbox one. I'm sorry if I'm kind of distracted. The Sox game is on on my other monitor here, so just so people are aware of what's what's happening. Um, but yeah, I'm Joel Campos. Joining me as always is Nacho Cheese Man, John Hansen. You like that? You like that? But did you think I froze I, for a moment? I thought you were just gonna leave it at that. I'm like, oh, I guess that's my name now. Yeah, at least Joel, your team's not doing that great, but at least you're still going at the moment. My Cardinals, sadly. Hey, they're they're there. I just like, I don't know. I don't know. I hope uh, hope they do good. It's the postseason. I mean, everyone winning the World Series is really tough for any team. Like, it's not a failure of a season if you don't make it. So, whatever. Let's talk about video games. Video games. Um. Well, first, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Go follow us on Twitter at Pixel Street, uh, where you can check out our pin tweet that you can find links to all of our socials like YouTube or search youtube.com slash pixel street videos. Uh, subscribe to us there. Uh, we're slowly, slowly growing over there. Um, and we'd love to have you because we are trying to, you know, get more views on the podcast so we can grow. Um, leave us feedback in the comments of our videos. There's like some unboxing videos up there. There's a whole oh, lot of let's plays. Come. There's a lot more Let's Plays now that I've been, like, live streaming to YouTube, which is cool. Um, Because it's just kind of just adding more and more content to the channel, which is always, always beneficial to us. But, yeah, let us know what you think of the show and everything. I'm turning lights on behind me. Um, Over on the YouTube channel. Um, Also, Also, join our Discord. Let us know what you would like to see real quick. Like, you want more guides for me, more analysis videos? No, John, we want the nacho cheese machine in a video. 
honestly, you have yet to I, do it. Honestly, I started one. I started making a video, and I didn't like any way I did it. So I, I'm not a hundred percent convinced I'm gonna make one anymore <laughs> because it, it was like we already. I'm already not the greatest like editor and stuff and I'm filming with just my uh phone and everything so like it's just it, it didn't look good and it didn't sound good it just everything about it wasn't really good so we'll see maybe I'll find a way to get something I like out there I'm sure you could figure something out just like here are five items I'm gonna try my nacho cheese on it yeah. and then just have video of you putting nacho cheese on each one of them yeah that's all it's got to be. Okay. Um, but yeah, and also join our Discord through our pinned tweet as well. Um, we're going to be doing some pal party nights, especially with all these big games coming out this fall. Um, we're, I'm sure we'll be playing Halo Infinite a whole lot. Um, oh, baby, yes. Because we actually should talk about that. We didn't talk about that because um, that was last weekend. Right? Big Team. Halo. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about Big Team and what we play in. I completely forgot about that. I, I had two other games in mind, but okay. We did talk about we talked about the previous week of it, but no, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, they didn't have big teams the previous week though, right? No, it was just a normal one. That's what we talked oh, about. We can talk yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really play time. the previous week, but okay. Um, let's get into our main topics, John. Let's do it. So hey, um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate revealed their final character, and if no one heard here sora from kingdom hearts is in baby oh sora. my god it's so fucking cool the the trailer was perfect let's let's start with that like you start off with the uh the fire symbol and uh just everyone is there looking at it and then well they're the fire, all frozen right they're the all fire like statues goes out the fire goes out which is just the darkness theme is so big in Kingdom Hearts, and they're all frozen in statues. Not even in their poses; they're just standing still, staring at it. Yeah. Um, and then there's just one little flame left. Mario goes up, grabs it, tosses it around. It turns into Sora's Keyblade that makes the keyhole teleporter that Sora flies through, and he's flying around and everything. Oh, it's so perfect, man. I do like uh, I do like how they brought it kind of full circle where they showed uh was it Squid Girl? One of the Squid Girls from inkling. uh Yeah, the Inkling, there you go. From uh Splatoon, like at the beginning and how you could see the Smash logo in her eye. Mm -hmm. And that's how they revealed Got Smash and that this is the last character they're announcing for it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was came so full circle. Perfect. And and also I really love that uh so usually when they make an announcement it's the characters fighting each other because it's a fighting game this one really felt like okay we're completing it you have that amazing shot at the end of the trailer with mario and sora shaking hands like it's like a oh this is done now this is a celebration like we're we're not fighting we're agreeing to work together kind of thing it, it was a bit off but i Ag agreeing it. to work together but really the whole game's about fighting each other yeah but you know what i mean like, yeah i that, know that's it's so like it's like it's like hey else. welcome welcome to the madness yeah also sora i i had really hoped that sora would make it because he's such a perfect choice he i i will say sora is like i don't care about kingdom hearts at all like as you know john i started the first one didn't get very far and just kind of fell off mm -hmm. but he is a perfect fit for this game like Absolutely. 
everybody was petitioning like, oh, put Master Chief in it. Like, I would love Master Chief, but 90% of people would have been like, why the fuck is Master Chief in this game? Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, when you look at yeah. the roster of the game, like, Master Chief wouldn't make sense. I could see them adding him in or having added him in as, like, you know, like the, the Doom guy. Like Doom yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah, like Doom guy, like that. But outside mm-hmm. of that, I don't see any other <laughs> way to add him. Yeah. Uh, no, it's amazing, uh, especially considering how much work had to go into getting Sora here, because this wasn't just a Square Enix approval. They also had to talk to Disney about this, because yeah. Disney owns the rights to any Kingdom Hearts character because they publish the Kingdom Hearts games. So even though Sora is pretty much a Final Fantasy character, he's owned by Disney. Uh, yeah. Of course, we don't see Donald or Goofy <laughs> anywhere around here, which... I totally expected that. Like that yeah. didn't surprise me at all. <laughs> My one, I have only one complaint. Um, his final smash is him locking people behind a door and and that's it. Which great. That's a great callback to the first game. Uh, but no inclusion of Riku or Kairi in there, which are his two best friends, is I mean really an oversight. The, the only place they are in the map, right? The new the Sora map no. that came. No, they're not yeah. in it. At... They're in the background, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, they're I in the background of that map. Oh, if, if you, are you talking? Are you talking about the the transformation thing? I I don't know what it is, but I know it's like yeah. in the background behind oh. all the platforms. Yeah. Okay, no, when you as you play on Hollow Bastion, the new map that comes with him, uh, when the <laughs> match is uh, coming to a close, it will transform into Dive to the Heart, which is a it's essentially a manifestation of every character's heart because hearts are such a big thing in the game. So when you go there, it's there's a glass pane of the characters and everyone that's close to them. And all of the Keyblade you, uh, wielders will show up in the background there of the dive to the heart thing from the games, which is such an amazing callback and everything. I'm talking about them actually there. Like, because uh, a big thing is friendship. Like, uh, Sora's whole thing is, oh, my friends give me strength. They're my power and everything. So seeing Riku and Kairi to like help him like lock the door of the people he gets the final smash on would have been amazing. Regardless, this is they they knocked it out of the park. Sora looks great. Uh, they've got the costumes from one, two, and three. Uh, they even got Timeless River in there, which is a throwback to old school Disney cartoons. There's a a world that you go back in time and you see Mickey Donald and Goofy from like, uh, when did they start? The forties, thirties, something like that. It's like really old school kind of stuff. Like black that and I white, love. right? Yeah. It's all black and white. And it's got that, uh, when they talk, it's got that, uh, it's got a filter over it to make it sound like it's from that time, you know, kind of like they're talking into like a gramophone kind of thing. Yeah. Um, they knocked it out of the park with his moves as well. They've got his magic. He flies around when he sprints. Uh, all of, the way he holds his keyblade is perfect. Just it, it's just another testament to Sakurai absolutely knocking it out of the park with an inclusion. I love this. It's and I cannot wait to play him. Yeah, I mean it's definitely exciting because didn't they say that he was the most requested character? Yes, to uh, be so added to the game. Yeah, back in the Smash for Wii U and 3DS days, they would run a poll who do you want in smash and he was the most requested character but they didn't reveal it at the time because then they would have that reminds me of 
doing their thing. Bring this to Smash. That reminds me of, and this is kind of bringing it full circle because we're going to talk about Far Cry in a little bit, but um, remember when Far Cry put out a poll? Like Ubisoft put out that poll about Far Cry like five, six years ago that was just like, hey, which one of these would you like to see made, like, like added into a Far Cry game? Or like what theme of Far Cry would you want? And one of them was like Jurassic, like with dinosaurs and shit. And then they made and, 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 the, and that was like... I want to say like 70% of the vote was that and they never put out anything Jurassic like like primal. no that's not Jurassic is it I, I've never no played. no primal's like a retro like throwback like I don't know like caveman shit with like oh, woolly mammoths not dinosaurs gotcha. yeah so it's like what was that pull for if you're not gonna act on it yeah that is weird usually when you see I mean I, I maybe lo- something's I that coming kind of but stuff. But, yeah, Same. if you're going to put that out, you have to act on it. Yeah, you can't just ask and then not do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you have some questions here. Yeah, so, For Smash. Joel, all right, we already got into the overall thoughts. Um, but you know what? I, I've been saying it since they announced Sora coming in. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is just, well, actually, I've been saying it for longer than that. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is a special game. Like, we yeah. are never going to see a crossover event like this in video games ever again. Just seeing all these companies come in, bringing in their biggest IP and everything. The, the thing course. is, the thing is, we're never going to see it again until eventually, like like we said, 15 years down the road, they make another Smash. Well, hold on here, because uh, we'll get to that here in a little bit. But first, just focusing on this game itself, how will you remember Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Um... So my my Smash experience, like, I never played Smash back in the day. I was just bad at it, didn't really care for it that much. But, like, I played a bit on the Wii U with friends at a buddy's. And with this recent version, it being on, like, a portable console made it so much easier to get into. Like, within a day, I had unlocked all the characters in the game, which was great. And then I started bringing it to work with me. And me and my coworkers during lunch would just play Smash on the big TV in the conference room. Like, every day. So, like, that's probably what I'll remember most of it about it, is that. I still have a lot of Smash to play, because I never bought any of the DLC characters. Gotcha. So, I, I still have not played with any of them. So, like, inevitably, whenever I have to go back to the office, um, you know, that maybe then I'll pick up all, this, all the DLC so that we can all play it. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's cool. For me, I mean, it's the reveals. The big one, though, is Banjo-Kazooie. Because that yeah. was the one that was that the was one really for cool. Me where I was like, "Are they going to do it?" Because the, uh, coming in, we're like, "Okay, Nintendo and Microsoft are working together a lot more lately. Like they're they're being a little more buddy buddy." There's a chance, and of course, now we know that their relationship is great because we've got Banjo Kazooie coming on the Nintendo 64 pack and everything. But at the time, I was just really hoping. I was just hoping and hoping. They didn't make the first round, the like base game characters, but I think they were the sec. They were the third uh, inclusion in the first pack, and I was just like, uh, that just made it for me. Like Banjo Kazooie, the the only uh, character that is missing to make this like a perfect representation from like the pl- the big platformers is Crash Bandicoot. I've talked enough about that in the past, like. He he would have been perfect for Smash, 
of course, you're going to have people that are that are characters that just miss the cut because what we got was it 89 characters in the game like you got to yeah, call it it's, somewhere. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> mhm. Um but just everyone here like the I still regularly go back and watch the uh uh is it i think it's the nintendo store in new york where they have the big screen yeah and there's always a crowd there's always a crowd there i always go and watch the reaction video to the everyone is here announcement because that trailer itself is just perfect it's the way it is insane the way they announced everyone you got your mainstays mario samus donkey kong and and then it's it's like in a little oh hey ryu's here okay they're bringing back some of the characters from wii u some of those crossover characters and then snake one of the most requested characters he appears and he's like everyone is here like what what do you mean by that and then they show pichu the most (laughs) the most pathetic smash character ever (laughs) they immediately show him you're like Oh my god, they are bringing back every single character. You bring in Toon Link and then Young Link there. They've never been in yeah. their game together before. Star Wolf is one of the last characters because he was one of the most requested characters and everything. Like, it's just that trailer, man, it's so perfect. Uh, yeah, those are going to be the big things I remember. Uh, in the game itself, though, classic mode. This is the best classic mode has ever been. Um, every single character has their own path it's like six battles i want to say but it's all themed to their games and everything it's so perfect spirit mode i i couldn't get into i i still just can't get into spirits maybe if they were trophies i'd get into them but that's way too many (laughs) models for them to make so i understand the spirits being jpegs um yeah i couldn't get into it it was a really cool idea but I, I prefer classic mode and just the normal smash. Um, yeah, I, I played a bit of the spirits mode. Like, it's cool how they theme every, like, battle you do. Mm-hmm. Like, off of, like, a different character that, like, would never make it in the game. But, like, they'll, they'll like... I, 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 I can't think of any of examples, but, you know, picture a character from another video game, and they're like, all right, we're just going to make Luigi kind of act like him. But like, mm-hmm. say this person had wings or something in a, another video game, they'd be like, "All right, we're gonna ha- make Luigi so he can just like glide around everywhere while you're trying to fight him." Stuff like that. It's just, yeah, it's just cool. It, it it was such a creative way to still represent other characters without putting them in the game directly, aside from the JPEG showing who they were representing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Such such an amazing game overall. Uh, but now. You kind of alluded to it a little bit ago. Will there ever be another Super Smash Brothers game, Joel? I mean, of course. Of, of course there will yeah. be. <laughs> there will be, uh, not for the Switch, whatever the next console is. Um, Switch it's 2, an, whatever you want to call it. it and, and, like, even if it's not for the next console, I think the only way we don't get a Smash in the next console is if it's backwards compatible with, like, digital copies of Switch games. You know what I mean? That would be amazing. It I, would be amazing, but who knows? Like Nintendo's gonna Nintendo, Nintendo so it's not. Also, <laughs> you never know. If they want to keep bringing those uh, new characters forward, uh, they'll have to do a lot of relicensing and everything. That's a lot yeah. of work. I mean, I could, I could also see them saying, you know, it's backwards compatible minus the DLC characters or something. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like that, but it's just weird. Like though that Where type we, of licensing I, I could, is weird. We could really like go forward and like see. Oh, Sora's not in this next one, even though he was in Smash Ultimate. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. I really think this is Masahiro Sakurai's final Smash game. Yeah. Uh, what a way to go out to though. Uh, I don't know if he'll retire for good. I know he's talked a lot about he may retire. Um. I mean, I feel like even if he does retire, he'll be back at some point doing something. Just because, like, he's probably just so burnt out on fucking Smash. You know what I mean? Imagine you're making the same game forever. Well, it's not just that. It's how much work he puts into it. Everyone knows the stories of how he's been hospitalized with Melee, uh, with the Wii U game. He developed uh, uh, Carpal Tunnel and... He had to like work with his left hand, even though he's right-handed the entire time. Uh, it, it, it there's just always a story about how I, I think for Smash Ultimate, there's a story of how he was working with an IV attached to him. Um, yeah, he, the dude deserves any rest. Nintendo, yeah. pay this man a two-year vacation. I don't care. <laughs> like, give him rest. Uh, I I love throwing out the um, Pepper Potts. Uh, you can rest now meme from Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The dude has done so much for video games over the years. Of course he created Kirby and everything. Um, I, you can't say enough to like really talk about how important he's been. Just not, not just like smash and Nintendo, just like gaming in general. Like, People that aren't Smash fans are excited for a new Smash reveal because of all the work that Sakurai puts into them. Um, yeah, I there's just not enough you can say to sing the praises to Sakurai. If this is his final Smash game, what a way to go out. Um, he's talked a lot about how this was kind of a commitment for him to um, Satoru Iwata, the former head of Nintendo. He passed away a few years ago because of cancer. Yeah. Um yeah, I I think this is a perfect way for him to go out. Of course, Smash will come back because it is one of Nintendo's biggest things, but I could really see someone else taking head of it. Yeah. Uh with that, let's move on and talk about Battlefield 2042, John. Uh yeah. we both have played a bit of the beta that came out yesterday um as of recording the show. Um I'm loving it personally. I think it's really cool. There's, it's still got a bunch of bugs. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, they said that this build is four months old. But I also feel like a company will just say that at any time when they know a beta is gonna be bad, just to try and save grace. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, bugs aside, I think it's a lot of fun still. Like the gadgets are cool. I like that you can switch your scope and stuff out on the fly. I don't. I didn't really look into being able to set my loadouts at all like in the menu before loading into a game so i definitely got to do that um the vehicles are fun tanks are awesome helicopters you know just brings me back to battlefield four days flying around the helicopters so the one map we have has a giant rocket on it and it takes off randomly throughout the match most of the times i've played it's taken off like right at the end of a match like so i don't even get to see it really like it's kind of like in the exit screen of the match um it also can blow up like a malfunction and the last match we played last night it blew up but we didn't even see it like that's how huge these maps are 
is that we were like not far from the rocket. It blew up and we didn't even know. And like we were we were like going by it later on. We're like, oh, it's on fire. It must have taken off. And then we got closer. Like, no, it blew up. And like parts of this rocket ship are just all over the map. So it, it blew up. And then a tornado rolled in, which is really fucking cool because you can literally just fly around in these tornadoes with your parachute. Um, yeah, it was just a bunch of fun. Because like when the tornado started rolling in, it came from like really far, but you could see it. And so, like, it came from, like, off the map, essentially. And as it was happening, all you could see were all of both teams just sprinting towards the tornado. Yeah, because of like Because since it's a beta, especially, like, everybody wants to know. Like, they want to check out the tornado. So, it was just funny watching both teams just, like, running next to each other, sprinting towards yeah. this tornado. No one oh, even man. shooting at each other, just going for the tornado. Um, yeah. I'll get to the tornado here in a second, but I have questions about the rocket. Because uh, in the games I played, I never saw it do anything. Every match ended before it did anything. Is the rocket blowing up or taking off? It's random, right? There's not like it's random. Yeah, there's nothing that triggers it. It just it would be like every time you load into a match, it could happen at a different time or it could not happen at all. Gotcha. Same with the tornado. Like the tornado is random as well. Yeah, I never saw a tornado while I played either. The most I. Every game I played was sunny, except for one game where there was rain. And I was like, oh, this is kind of disappointing because, like, the weather stuff is, like, why I got in, why I was interested in Battlefield. Let, I mean, let's put it out there right away. I'm not a big Battlefield guy. I never have been. Um, the weather stuff that they're putting into this game is what's really made me interested in it. Playing uh, Battlefield 2042 last night, though, I was just kind of like, it's another battlefield it it feels exactly the same to me the map to me feels exactly like any other battlefield map um you you can't destroy the buildings or at least not entirely yeah like you can blow parts of the walls up but that's about it yeah that's that's the one thing that a lot of snipers go up to the radio towers i wanted to knock those down like that would be amazing yeah exactly i agree with that that'd be really fucking cool you could knock um, those radio towers down yeah so uh, coming out of my gameplay yesterday again i'm not a battlefield fan never have been I, it kind of pushed me away from getting it at launch um i was really really looking forward to like messing with tornadoes and like the different uh, weather effects i think i'll wait until it hits game pass ultimate um in the i future. mean in, in all honesty though like the server browsers for Battlefield games, you can, like, toggle things on and off like crazy. So I'm sure if you wanted to, you could search only lobbies that have, you know, the weather turned on for every yeah, match. I get Stuff that. like that. But just like playing the match-made games, just the randomness, if I'm going to have a have one of those cool events happen or not. Like, like I said, I played probably four matches, five matches. I never saw the rocket do anything. And that's supposed to be, like, the big thing on that map. Um, well, yeah. it's also possible because, like, like two of the, like, I played, like, six or seven matches. And two of them, the rocket didn't take off until, like, you could tell it was about to take off right at the end of the match. So it depends on how long your match takes as well. So it's not entirely, like, it does or doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, the same thing. You said it was raining on that one map you did. It's possible that the match ended before... You know what I mean? Before the tornado even showed up. I get it. But usually how uh, multiplayer maps get around that 
is kind of like what we were talking with Sora and Smash when the match is coming to a close, like whether in Battlefield it would be like at a certain point when an enemy hits this number of ticks, then we'll start uh, scripting in these different things. Maybe they want to just go for the randomness thing, but when you're, it just kind of <clears throat> takes away from the fun of the game if I'm just playing in a sunny field when I know that there's a chance that there's a tornado and everything. Yeah, the surprise can be cool and everything, but after a while, when you play these matches over and over again, let's say one out of ten times you get the tornado, like, I don't know if that's really a reason for me, at least, to go back to the game. You, you see, personally, I kind of like it because, like, it changes it up enough to where it doesn't feel the same, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. every time you play. Um, and not only that, because, like, what if I find out that I'm just absolutely dog shit you know, with the tornado for whatever, I don't know. I, I'm just yeah. spitballing. Like what if I'm really bad when there's a tornado there? You know what I mean? Um, and it ha if it happens every game, then I'm just going to be like, all right, well I played the first half of the game. I know I'm going to suck the second half. I'm out. <laughs> I get that argument. I totally do. I'm just saying for me, that's, I don't just not being a fan of the way battlefield plays already when I get those just clear days, sunny things, no rocket explosion or takeoff or anything, I'm just like, I don't care about Battlefield enough to keep going on with this. Yeah, one but thing I do, I do wish they had more destructibility. Like in Battlefield 4, you can just straight up level whole ass buildings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And in this, it just doesn't have that. There, and I, I don't think any me, of the buildings. I didn't see any level. of it. I, I didn't well, even see like holes in buildings. No, I, I saw holes in buildings for okay. sure, but. It wasn't as because I feel like in Battlefield games, I feel like each one focuses on a different thing. And so Battlefield four, their whole thing was Levolution, which was yeah. like the map changing drastically, like the skyscraper. There was a map where like and this was all stuff that you could actually do in game. Like you you controlled whether or not this happened, right? As a yeah. lobby. Um they had the skyscraper, they had a dam where if you shot certain things, the dam would burst. And then everybody would have to be on the rooftops of these buildings, which is really fucking cool. Um, and so that was that. I don't really know what Battlefield 1 or 5 did. I think 1 and 5, I, I don't know. I don't think five, so. I don't think 5 had really much of anything in terms of stuff five. like that. 5 started having weather stuff. I'll give, that, I'll give it that. It started having weather stuff on like Wake Island and those kind of maps that came out with DLC. So a storm would come through. But then, like, with this one, it kind of seems like they forgot all that, and now they're just like, all right, there's going to be one big event on each map and a potential sort of storm on each map, and it's all going to be random. But it's like, why didn't you just keep in some of the other stuff you had with, like, destroying the buildings completely? Like you said, the people in the sniper towers, like, there's, like, five giant towers you can be on on that map. Like, let me take some of them down. Like, I can't, ha I can't be getting sniped from five different places all at one time you know what i mean yeah. like let me figure something out to get them out of the game yeah i i always felt like that uh the leveling and destruction thing was kind of a big selling point for battlefield um it definitely was in four i think in three as well um yeah it was just really it, that was really something that made it stand apart from call always been that thing call of duty or battlefield well battlefield has the destruction thing of course they have the bigger maps and fights as well but like 
you had the vehicles, you had the destruction. Like that was really the big reasons to take a look at Battlefield. Now they're just kind of rolling it back and it's kind of taken away that like identity that they they had for quite a few games, I believe at least. Um, no, I don't think Battlefield 2042 is a bad game by any means. I There were a few glitches and everything, like the sky flickering. Um, yeah, like the ground I, flickering. I, I had a weird thing where uh, I was running an LMG, and every time I hit reload, instead of reloading my entire clip, it would only reload one bullet at a time when I put it what? back in. So I had to keep pressing X to get For like 60 back. rounds? Yeah, it was ridiculous. I was like, <laughs> come on. Um, but yeah, other than that, it just felt like Battlefield to me. I mean, that's all I want, honestly. I get that. <laughs> it's Battlefield. I, I, I just want to point out, though, that it's really funny that people always talk about Call of Duty being the same game over and over again, when that's how I feel about Battlefield. Like That's how most games are. Far Cry's the same way since 3. Yeah, I get it. Like but, God of like, the next the next God of War isn't gonna be like some revolutionary no. new thing like the first one was. I get it, but people always like throw that out at Call of Duty <laughs> when I feel like they at least change it up a a little bit. I mean, the gameplay is the same and everything, but like Battlefield, I don't see enough change for me to be interested from game to game. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited for it to come out. I'm in, I'm gonna get it regardless. Just because I'm a big Battlefield fan, but mm. I don't know. I I hope that hope I don't know how volcanoes. many maps. I don't know how many maps they said they're gonna be, but I hope that um, there's enough, and that they're not trying to use this random thing as like, well, it's the same map, but it's got three different variants. Yeah. There are five different variants that could happen, so it counts as there, five. There's a lot of potential there. They could throw in a map with a volcano. They could throw in a map that has like. <laughs> Uh, a typhoon come over the place like yeah just giant waves that would be amazing a hurricane thing like they could do some interesting things with it i'm also excited for that um custom game mode thing that they're doing i forget what it's called portal i think yeah yeah that sounds that's gonna be crazy if it's popular <laughs> yeah no that's that is a really cool thing that could take off if the community is dedicated enough to it yeah exactly um let's move on twitch has been hacked um apparently a hacker has hacked twitch and found everybody's like the top ten thousand streamers i think their their revenue and it's fucking yeah. insane to see some of these numbers <laughs> kind of expected really yeah i mean yeah kind of expected but like now you actually know you know what i mean yeah. It's like it's like you knew some of these people, like Shroud, for instance, huge streamer. Like you knew he was going to be bringing in millions, but it's like you never knew how much really. But now that you have an actual number, it's like, oh damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and it, I think it's just streaming, right? It, it, like it doesn't include like their partnerships and everything. No, yeah, it's it's just what their Twitch revenue is from subs, essentially, and like ad yeah. revenue. It's crazy. But so yeah, basically, if you're on Twitch, um, change your password uh and refresh your stream key because apparently they have all of your information <laughs> yes <laughs> which and is scary I, I haven't seen enough people talk about this but there are a lot of things you can connect your twitch to which means yes. they could have access to that stuff as well like your amazon prime account 
They're owned yep. by Amazon, so yep, Amazon Prime. Uh, I have a connection to my Xbox, so like, same you could get access to Xbox as well. Change so your password if, if you're listening to this and you have a Twitch account. Change your password. That's even that's what we're trying to get at. <laughs> even if yeah. you don't use it, yeah. Um, that's kind of scary too. Uh, I was reading some article and they said that like a very renowned like um. I guess computer scientists, you could say, said that this is the biggest hack that he's... Like, if true, if everything that they are saying about it is true, this is the mm-hmm. biggest hack that he's ever seen in, like, the internet's history. Which would be insane. Like, because, like, to, to be fair, like, like we know what was leaked, right? Those numbers. But we don't know, like, everything they have, you know? Yeah. Like, it's possible that they're just, like, selling Shroud's info to people on the dark web. Like, weird shit like that. Like, they're not coming after little people like us, right? They're going after the big guys. But they could if they have. Yeah, yeah, it, that, yeah, exactly. They could. That's why you should change your password. Yeah. Because and honestly, like, the little guys might be more beneficial because they're not. They're thinking that oh, they're not coming for me. They're going for you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah, change your Twitch password. Quick news, John. Let's get in yeah. the quick. Hold on, hold on. Make a quick news sound. Make a quick. Quick news. Do 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 do. Quick news. All right, Far Cry Six and Metroid Dread reviews are in. John, give me the give me the gist of it. Uh, yeah. So pretty much, uh, from what I have seen, uh, I'll let you talk about uh, uh Far Cry because I saw you playing it last night. But for Metroid Dread, uh, people are very happy with it so far. Um, at the moment on Metacritic, it has an eighty-eight. Uh, a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people say that this is the best Metroid 2D game yet. Um, this is also like the first one in like 20 years, I want to say. Uh, so well, what about Samus Returns? I guess that doesn't count because it's not new. It's a remake. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a remake of a game that already existed. Uh, this is the first fully original one. Let's say that. Gotcha. Um, yeah, people are very happy with it, and that's great. Um, are you getting it? Yeah, I did buy it. I've never played a uh, um, Metroid game before. Oh, is it out now? Uh, it's out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, I pre-ordered it, I should say. Um, yeah, I've never played one before, but uh, from everything I've seen, people are saying even if you haven't played it, you should enjoy it. Um, yeah, that, that's about all I got from Metroid Dread because I just don't know enough about it. But it's very exciting that uh, the Metroid community finally has something that they can latch onto while they wait for Prime Four. Um, as for Far Cry Five, or is it six? It's six. Um, uh, like I said, I'll let you talk about it. But at the moment, it is sitting at a seventy-five on Metacritic. Um, pretty much everything I've seen on it is people saying, "If you like Far Cry, you'll like this." It doesn't really change up much. You see, like, like that's the thing is, I feel like that for Far Cry at least, it's like to a fault. You know what I mean? Like a game being samey. Um, like, I feel like people dock points off reviews for that, for, for a game like Far Cry, whereas Call of Duty, like, they don't, and Battlefield, they don't, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, well, I'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, Universal Studios and Pokemon Company announce a partnership, no details on what is coming. Um, Gee, probably a movie. I wonder what they could be making. Probably a movie, or a theme park, it's a theme or park. everything in between. It's 100% a theme park. Big surprise? No. Dude, I can't. I can't. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait until um. Sorry, 
Hold on. I'm texting my sister because I'm watching their dogs. Okay. So, um, you can't wait until the Donkey Kong Land expansion comes out? You can't wait until the Orlando Nintendo? I was was going to say, I I can't wait till they have a thing where it's like, create your own Pokeball. And there's just like a shit ton of different options. You know how they do the droid thing? You know how they do the droid thing at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Well, yeah, they do the same thing, but with like droids. You can build your own remote controlled Uh droid. Where it's just like everything's Dude. coming out on a conveyor belt and you select your parts. But yeah, I could I see them doing something with Star a Pokeball. Wars. I would 100% make my own Pokeball. That would be amazing. It would be cool, but like, also, how many different options are there? <laughs> like There's so 20? many. Like 20, There's, maybe? There, I think it's more than that. There's been so many. We're talking about dozens and dozens of different Pokeballs throughout the years. Um, but like, just like customize your own different Pokeball, put whatever design you want on it. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be really cool. Dude, I'm, I'm um, coming up on a Pokemon high right now because the celebrations packs come out tomorrow and I have uh, some pre-ordered. So I, I plan on opening some All right, um, cool. this cool. weekend, probably. Nice. Um, but yeah, we don't know exactly what is coming, but. It's got to be with, with all the news of Mario or just Super Nintendo World. Uh, you already got the Mushroom Kingdom. Now you're getting a Donkey Kong thing in Japan. We still don't know what's coming in Orlando. It's 100% a Pokemon thing that's going to be coming up sooner or later. Uh, next up, Sony is taking away credit card compatibility in the PlayStation 3 and Vita stores. So everyone had a big hoopla about them closing down the store before and they walked that back but now they're making it so that you can only buy games on it with money in your balance uh attached I mean, to your account. it makes sense like you can't be mad about it right like i think this is just so that they don't have to pay like mastercard and discover for their services yeah it's uh i have, I have no idea how they handle all that um it's their store yeah. and they can do what they want yeah, at least you can still buy the games, but you'll you'll just have to like go get a gift card to do it. Yeah. Next sorry, up, a, a, sorry, a bet broke in this Sox game, and they're like analyzing it, and I'm wondering what's going on. Um, I don't know. That, that, that happens, yeah. They're, yeah, um, I know they're like zooming in on it though. Super cool. It's weird. Um, yeah, Forza Horizon Five is getting the DeLorean, John. Yeah, because every single racing game or any game with cars has to have a DeLorean in it. The DeLorean's never been in Forza. I I know, but there it's a car game, so it has to have the DeLorean in it. No, it doesn't. Yeah, every single car game has to have a DeLorean in it. Hot Wheels doesn't have the DeLorean in it. Yes, it does. No, or it, it doesn't. Will. It will sooner or later. It one hundred percent will. Gran Turismo doesn't have the DeLorean in it. It will sooner or later. Rocket League has it. Well, that's Rocket League. Grand they Theft have Auto has it. I mean, it's not called the DeLorean. It's essentially the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, moving on, Animal Crossing New Horizons Direct. Animal Crossing New Horizons Direct is coming October fifteenth at nine a.m. Central Time. You think yep. that you think we're gonna get a DLC, John? Oh yeah, they, they've already teased that it's a. Uh, they're bringing back. Some cafe, the Brewster Cafe, I think. Oh, it's uh, yeah, I remember them announcing that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that will be part of it. That's the big thing I think people are uh, ready for. But uh, I want to say they said it's about 20 minutes. So there's going to be 
some new stuff added in there. Um, probably some, I would hope, new Halloween things, but I'm not sure. The I, uh, If I yeah. remember right, the Halloween yeah. stuff from last year was kind of lame. It was just like pumpkin stuff, and that was well, it. That's the thing, though. Is like, I really hope, because this is... This isn't the first time. Did, what did they do for Easter? Did they just recycle all the same stuff? Did they add mm -hmm. any new stuff? Oh my god, it's not looking good, John. No, it's not. <laughs> not I, looking you know good what? At all. I I haven't played Animal Crossing in a very long time. And neither um, neither have I. So I can't even be mad that they're just recycling content. Yeah, but I feel for Holden because Holden is yeah. so invested into that Holden, game. Holden Holden's out there like screaming right now. Yeah, that he's got the <laughs> same pumpkin. <laughs> yeah yeah holden's just praying for a reason to grind more animal crossing and they're just not giving it to him with the yeah. same content each year um i was talking to him about this a while ago and he was talking about the uh the um the probability of them adding in like new islands that you can like chain to your main island that would be a pretty cool idea that would be cool because like at this point if you're super invested in that game your whole island is just filled with stuff. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, moving on. Um, this is news to me. Uh, Ubisoft has revealed a Battle Royale game called Ghost Recon Frontline. Yep. Um, and yeah, guess what? I bet you it fails like fucking, what's the last Ghost, Re Ghost Recon Breakpoint? Is that what it was called? Well, I wasn't even going on that. I was going on their last Battle Royale. What did they... No, it wasn't was a... I'm not talking about Battle Royale. I'm talking about their last Ghost Recon game. Yeah, it was Breakpoint, but I'm talking about the Battle Royale. What was the Battle Royale they made? Ubisoft. It, there was one, and I'm I remember it, it was a big thing for exactly one day, and then everyone forgot about it, even Ubisoft. What? It, oh, Hyperspa like, Hyperscape. Yeah. Hyperscape. I yeah. Okay, I, I remember that game because I started watching, um, what's the show called? Mythic Quest on Apple TV. It's with mm -hmm. one of the guys from Always Sunny. He's, like, no, the head yeah. of a game development studio. But, like, the show, they consulted with Ubisoft for everything. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, they like the the makers of the show have, like, a contract with Ubisoft. And, like, like the very first episode, he's like, I'm not trying to make one of those Battle Royale games. Like, you know, the, like the popular ones, like, and he lists off, like, Call of Duty, uh, fucking PUBG, Fortnite. And then he also says Hyperscape. And that was, like, the biggest meme ever. Because it's like, clearly Ubisoft's like, hey, you got to throw this one in there with all those big ones. Let's, let's make it a big deal. But like, nope, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Uh, hyperscape, gonna hyperscape, you know? Yeah, so they announced this. I haven't looked up anything on it. This was the same day as the um, Sora announcement. And I just don't care to even look. I didn't I feel... even see this. <laughs> yeah, it. they just kind of announced it. I think they said that it's uh, very early in development still. Um because everything they're announcing lately is very early in development, which is weird. They have, like, nothing to show on it. Um, I think it has also something to do with, like, kind of a crossover thing where it's, like, bringing in different aspects of the different Ghost Recon games. Kind of like how uh, the Division thing that they're making is kind of a crossover yeah. thing as well. Yeah, I, I still don't really know what that Ubisoft is. Ubisoft is doing some weird stuff right now, and I'm not sure it's really going to pay off for them. Yeah, it, it honestly, it feels like they're just trying to regurgitate content, but, like, have it all combined, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, like, hey, we had some of this stuff in Division 1. We also had some more stuff in Division 2, but they weren't in the same game. Let's put them all in the same game and call it a new game. How about that? Honestly, I really want to know, like, 
Are you getting tired of Ghost Recon? Because I am. I'm so tired. So of I, I love I love Wildlands, and then I got I Breakpoint. I got Breakpoint when it went on like super sale for like fifteen or twenty bucks, and I only played like three hours of it, and I was like, oh, this is basically the I same game with some weird feature where I can lay in the mud and cover my body in mud. Like that was the weirdest feature that game had, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, Ghost Recon's fine. I want them to go back to the old Ghost Recon. Like, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Like, where it was, like, semi-tactical. I feel like Ghost Recon now is too... I, I don't know, like, too open-worldy, if that makes any it sense. Kind of, so, I've only played Wildlands. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, Wildlands. Wildlands. Um, um, and that really reminded me a bit of Far Cry 5 in some ways. Because I played them very similarly even though far cry 5 had a lot more chaos and everything and that's what i love yeah. about that game but it was always oh here's this space with all these bad guys let me sneak in i'm gonna uh, mark everyone and then i'm gonna just slowly take them out one by one and that it was just kind of do that over and over again until the game is over but yeah i, I never played breakpoint but heard bad things about it so yeah um is that oh randy pitchford's focusing on gearbox movies going forward which i hate this man with a passion he's weird he's awkward and he's creepy and the only thing that i I don't know if i hate him more now that he's doing the movie things because you remember when at e3 when we saw him like with the behind the scenes with like kevin hart like that was the weirdest shit i've ever seen like it was so cringe and like I don't know. It, it, it like very much felt like him like being like, "Hey, now I'm being the role of the movie man, and it's, now it's just gonna be him doing that same shit for like the indefinite future." Uh, watching Randy Pitchford over the last couple of years, like this 100% gives me the idea that because he's included in on the Borderlands movie, that he just now thinks he's a movie guy. <laughs> so I could 100% see him being like, "Hey, you know what?" I've had a great time making this movie. I don't care about video games anymore. Hey, you, whatever his name is, that took over his spot at the uh, the Gearbox uh, software thing. He, he'd be like, you know what? I don't care about video games anymore. I'm going to make these amazing movies. But my thing is, like, what kind of movies is Gearbox besides, making? <laughs> besides Borderlands? Like, I do, what do they I don't have? Know. Is there going to be like a tiny, tiny Tina spinoff movie that they're having the works already from the Borderlands movie? Because Probably. tiny Tina's in the movie. Like she's got to she be in is. Borderlands movie. Um, yeah. Um, also like what, what do they have? Duke Nukem. Who the hell wants a Duke Nukem movie? Dude, who the hell wants a Duke Nukem video game nowadays? That, that is nowadays. 100% true. <laughs> um, yeah. I it's it's so fucking weird, man. But the positive out of this is I think we won't have to see Randy Pitchford as much going forward with the Borderlands games and gear. One can games. only hope. One can only hope. Hopefully. But I know you you know he's sticking himself in there regardless. Hey guys, I'm Randy yeah. Pitchford. Pick a card. <laughs> yeah, pick a card. Pick a flash drive, any flash drive. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'm going to add to the quick news here. This is breaking news from Wario64 on Twitter. Uh, Nintendo's latest Ask the Developer mentions that analog stick parts in Joy-Con have continuously been improved since launch and are still no, working on Joy-Con improvements. Fucking liars. Oh, my God. That, All right. <laughs> I'm, 
because that that whole topic makes me mad. All right, John. Uh, do you have any collectibles? I don't this week. I do. I do. So if you look behind Actually, me, I might have one. Give me I a have second. five. No, I didn't talk. And I'm gonna share one of them each week since I don't get collectibles that often. So I'm gonna grab one. So I bought all five of these online for twelve dollars total. Uh, shopgoodwill.com. It's a great site. It's like eBay uh, type of website that is all stuff people have donated to Goodwill. So I got all five of these figures for $12 total. And the first one is this Halo Icons. It like These are all Loot Crate exclusive items because they had like a 343 Halo Loot Crate for a few months. And yeah, this one's George. So look at George and all of his beauty. Halo icons. Uh-huh. It says that you can like connect them all the to make a scene if you want. But um, yeah. On the back here, uh, it says, If your display shelf is in need of a bit more fighting spirit, endless courage, and a really big gun, call in Noble 5. A seasoned veteran and heavy weapons specialist, George-052 provides invaluable support to his comrades on Noble Team. Collect and connect the other Noble Team Halo Icons figures and make it count. Um, cool. So, yeah, that's that's George, Halo Icons. Uh, my collectible this week, uh, is, as you might have just saw me open it on the video version of the podcast, is a new, well, a Nintendo 64 game that my green screen is going to mess with. It is called Magical Tetris Challenge. So this is a Tetris game with Disney hold characters. It, hold it up close to the camera. I don't know. You're going to Oh, see that, it, right? that really it really messes with it. There we yeah. go. We can see it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it's just a Tetris game, but it's with Disney characters. I really enjoyed this game as a kid. Um, so I added to my Nintendo 64 collection again. Cool. Um, I'm just going to talk about one game I played. We can save Halo Talk for the future just because we're running kind of long. We're already at 55 minutes. Um. Actually no, well, fuck mean, it. We'll talk. We'll talk about Halo. Let's talk about Halo, John. Yeah. So big team battle. Um, big team battle was part of the test flight this past weekend for Halo Infinite, and man, is it fun if you're playing the right game mode. There's that one game mode where you capture the points and you have to capture all three at the same time to score one point for your team, and it just takes so long. To whoa, that was really weird. What's up? Somebody fucked up at the Sox game, and they're, like the ball was hit, and then it just cut to commercial. Oh. And it played like 10 seconds of a commercial and then cut back to the game. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, that game mode was not fun. It just it no. seemed like it just took forever, and if you weren't winning, it just wasn't fun at all. Also, it, the spawn points of the... Um, uh, the the points the change. So they, they would change, and sometimes they were just... 100 percent in favor of one team over the other yeah, yeah no that is that really made me despise big team battle a little bit because i was like i really don't like this game capture the flag and slayer were great as they ever were but yeah that i can't even remember what it's called i kept calling it domination but it's not that it's like total control I, or something. yeah I, I can't remember what it was called either it but was either, not fun either way big team like that's where halo th- has thrived i think for a long time and it's just more big team man but it's 12v12 this time which is exciting because that means 
Oh, damn. It's about to start pouring out here. Um, because that means, you know, the maps are all going to be larger, which is fun. Um, yep. But, yeah, it just it felt like more Halo, which is a great thing. I've been excited for this game for a long time now. And I just I can't wait for the December 7th. December 7th, I think. It's something like that, yeah. Um, yeah. For me, I have been playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Zombies again. Uh, again. My background, my background this time is of the Abomination from the brand new map Forsaken. Uh, this is also the final Zombies map for Black Ops Cold War. Uh, it's really fun. I'm covering it very hard with uh, guides and everything. So if you need that, check out GamePro.com. Uh really fun i'm getting into the easter eggs and everything uh it's good uh not much more to say on that check it out if you're a zombies fan um uh we already kind of talked about halo but kind of echoing it yeah yeah i'm sure we're we're gonna have a lot more to say i think when the game actually comes out like i'm curious to see what the ranked modes are like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. what's the ranking system like stuff like that um yeah um, and then I'm going to finish up real quick by saying Scarlet Nexus. It hit Game Pass, I want to say this past week, and I downloaded it. Uh, a lot more fun than I thought it would be uh, when this game was Is announced. Is that the anime-type game? Yeah, it's a very anime game, very Japanese. Uh, the story gets really stupid at some points, but the combat in it is really fun. Um it also has this like open world thing where you can like walk through, which I think is pointless because there's not much to do in the open world. I think it would have been better as a linear game. Uh, regardless, though, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Uh, I've only played about three hours, and unfortunately, I'm going to be very busy with Call of Duty and Back for Blood uh, here soon, so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to play much more of it, but I definitely recommend giving it a try if you are into anime slash Japanese games. Is Back for I'm Blood sh- out now? If you buy the uh, $90 version? The early access version is out right now. Yes. Nice. Have you played it at all? You launched it? No? Too busy working on zombies. Gotcha. Uh, well, the only other thing I've played is I played for maybe an hour and a half, two hours, Far Cry 6. Um, the beginning of that game is really cool. Um, and I think that Far Cry has done a great job since the third one at like capturing your attention right from the get-go. Um, and, you know, they have, you know, they all have their own different story, but they're all revolved around sort of just like the bad guy kind of being like a tyrant in a way, right? Um and then they have like the one big reveal of that bad guy for every one of those games right at the beginning, uh, kind of making you hate him right from the start, which is cool. Um, yeah, I will say this game looks amazing. Like I recently played Far Cry New Dawn, and like it looked fine, but I could tell like it, it didn't feel like a next gen game like in the slightest. Uh, it still it felt kind of dated, like it was just older. But this new Far Cry Six, it looks so good on the Series X. Um, it runs smoothly. I wish I could change my FOV up, but I cannot. Um, so I'm not very far in it, but I have a pet alligator named Guapo, and he just eats people, and it's fantastic. Fantastic. I, 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 I'm, I love the animal sidekicks. It, yeah, it's great. I, I'm excited to to get far enough to where, like, Loops can join me for co-op and stuff so that we can just kind of, you know, fuck around. He, like, the, that's some of the I most fun heard. I had. That's some of the most fun I, I have in Far Cry is when somebody joins my game or I join somebody's game and all we're doing is just, like, taking, like, all of the towers in the map and, you know, like, not really focusing on any story stuff. But, the yeah. The one problem I've heard with co-op is that uh, 
the person that joins doesn't get any of that progress carried over to their game, which is such a that's, stupid thing. That's how Far Cry's always been, though. I, I get um, it, but like that. So no, I, I Dead they... Island took care of that problem back in the day. Like, well, well hold on, hold on. F- Far Cry gets you get to carry like all the money and resources you get back with you. You just don't get your story progression. That like if like if Loops joined my co-op game and we played through seventy percent of the game, like he wouldn't get that if he went back to his game. He'd yeah, be back on level stupid. one. No, that's I'm so like I, I I agree, but like I understand why it's not there. I I don't because that one hundred percent. Like I said, if Dead Island can take care of that back in two thousand ten, Far Cry could definitely take care of that problem. Like if you have played through that story. You know what's gonna happen already. What's the point of playing through it again? No. Yeah. I, my my one major gripe with the Far Cry games is that like you cannot go third person when driving a vehicle. In I almost sucks, yeah. and I almost feel like that would break the game. If that makes any sense, I feel like the reason it's not a thing is because it is game breaking. Because like I also think that's why there's never been a photo mode in any of these Far Cry games. Is because like they don't want you to see what your character's body is actually doing when you're doing stuff running around, but I I have no idea. Um, it might also be a thing where they don't actually work the character's body into it. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like maybe not. Maybe like the only time your character has a body is in the cutscenes. Yeah, it it might be a thing because most first person games, at least, well, not so much anymore. They work in the full body more now. But uh, in the past, a lot of what they would do is they would make the camera and then it would just have arms and legs sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that when you look down, you can like see something. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I, well, I'm excited to play more of it and see um, how it is. But with that, we are going to end episode 162 of the Pixel Street podcast. As always, thank you so much for watching or listening to the show. We greatly appreciate having you around. Um, let us know in the comments below what you think of the show. Like, what do you want to see more or less of? Um, do you want to watch John play Call of Duty Zombies on the channel? I don't think he's done that yet. Have you? I have. Well, maybe a may- like a guide, maybe right? Or did you no, actually do a I, let's play? I did a let's play. Oh, maybe I might have even been time. in it. I might have even been in it. I just didn't no, know. Um, but yeah, also check out our Twitter at Pixel Street, where you can see our pin tweet to join our Discord server, where we're gonna do some pal party nights here in the near future. Um, I think that like most of October I'm free on the weekend, so we should get one going at the end of the month. All right. Um, yeah, you can also um, subscribe to our YouTube channel where we are uploading videos like three, four times a week at this point, I would say. With, like if you can include my live, live streams in there. Yeah. yeah, which is really cool. So um, definitely yeah. would love to have you over on the YouTube channel. John, where can the people find you on the internet? On Twitter, I am at Revic Shadows, and you can find my writing on GamePer.com. Uh, lots of Call of Duty zombie stuff, lots of Back for Blood stuff going to be on the way after I'm done with zombies. Um, yeah, just kind of, it, we're getting into the busy season, so uh, let's go, baby. Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at Campo63 or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Campo63. Um, we will be right back here next week with episode 163 of the Pixel Street podcast. Bye.